Why are they always like accusing me of stuff that, that I'm not doing? Did you ever notice that a narcissist might actually tell on themselves? They might give you small clues or hints or thoughts or ideas that what they're saying isn't true or what they're saying is false in a certain area or in a certain aspect or that they're actually confessing certain things to you and you never had a clue. Oftentimes when we're talking about narcissists, we're talking about how they're great at lying and a lot of times they are. And there's ones that do a very awful job at lying, and then there's others that do a pretty good job of lying and minimizing the truth that they actually express and they actually show to other people. But sometimes in between the lies, in between the truth, there's little moments that a narcissist might put out there to make you kind of wonder, are they actually telling me the truth? What's actually going on? A lot of times you'll see in a narcissistic relationship, you'll see a narcissist get to the place that they actually start dropping hints or they actually start dropping clues and they start to tell them themselves. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. I'm not on this platform to provide hope. You didn't hear me say hope, right? Because a lot of times people look at me and they're like, oh, he's self-aware. He understands. He's been diagnosed. He's in therapy. Like he knows what's going on. Maybe... The person I'm with can become that way. And the thing is, I want to tell you right now, if you don't see honesty, vulnerability, and consistent change in their lives, then don't hope. Because you're hoping on a pipe dream. You're hoping on someone who's going to drag you along further to keep you in that abuse, to keep you in that relationship. I'm on this platform to try to build awareness of what narcissism actually is, to help keep you from getting back with that person, to help keep you getting with a new person, to help you break that trauma bond, to help you establish clarity after the confusion and the crazy making that happens with narcissistic abuse. And I do that every single day, not just by putting out content, but also by meeting with people across the globe to help them with their troubles, to help them with that trauma bond, with the rumination, with the, the ideas like, I can't let go. I don't know what to do. How am I supposed to heal after this? And as I work with people across the country, helping them understand clarity from the confusion, a lot of things that people say is like, I never expected this. Like, I don't see this happening regularly. Or like therapists will say, like, we've learned about this, but it doesn't look like this in real life. Like, it just, it seems crazy, right? The one thing I want to let you know right now is, number one, you're not crazy, but you've been put through a crazy situation. How you're reacting, how you're responding a lot of times in the moment of the tears, the frustration, the anger, the hurt, all of that stuff, even though it feels like it's crazy making, it's actually normal. Second thing I want to let you know is that you're not alone. And there's a lot of other people on the same exact journey as you, maybe a little bit ahead of you, maybe a little bit behind you, but on the same journey as you. If you want to interact more with people that are on that journey and that are working on that on a day-to-day -day basis, download the NARC app. Just type in NARC into Apple or Google Play, and you can download an app that's based on narcissistic abuse recovery community. That's what it's based on. Courses, asking advice, getting support from other members, learning how to go no contact, learning how to set boundaries, learning about dating after abuse, all different types of things that are there, plus weekly lives, plus monthly exclusives of coaching that you can have from myself and other people across the country where you can meet other survivors and talk to them and see their process of healing, growth, and change. Would you be a part of that?
If you don't already follow on any of the social media platforms, just type in Raw Motivations. We're on all the platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, also on like the podcast, either Amazon Music, Apple, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. would love to have you listen, like, review, anything like that as well, okay? But anyways, we're talking about narcissists. We're talking about a lot of times how they're good at lying, right? I've made several videos about the lies that I've told myself. Okay, you can look the lies that I believe, you can look up anything like that on YouTube and see the seven lies that I actually thought and I actually believed that were exposed whenever I went through the Wake Up Warrior Challenge and understanding more about like the lies that I have to myself. Because the first off, the narcissist has to start lying to themselves. Like in order for them to be a story then that they can believe, in order for them to be a mask that they can put up for everybody else, it's almost like they have to start gaslighting themselves before they can turn around on other people. And then you have the lies that they start telling all the other people, the lies that they tell others that are inundated throughout their life and throughout almost every single thing they do. And we've talked about lies of compulsion. We've talked about lies of omission. We've talked about a lot of different things in multiple YouTube videos about the lies that the narcissist tells. And with that, the narcissist tries to put pervasive throughout there the idea and the thought process. Maybe that they're a good person or maybe that, you know, they know what they're doing or maybe that they're your, your protector or your savior. Or like they'll change everything up to try to have you believe the mask that they have. Now, oftentimes when we're talking about the mask and when people are looking at the mask that the narcissist has, they'll start to see uh, what we call either cracks or slips of where the mask starts to slip or fall a little bit, or you might see a glimmer or like a crack through the mask. And sometimes when we're talking about the lies that they tell themselves and the lies that they tell others, there's also sometimes little bits of truth. Now, sometimes these pieces of truth are leveraged effectively to keep you engaged longer. I've told you lies this entire time. Now I'm going to give you a tidbit of truth here, a tidbit of truth here, tidbit of truth here. And you're like, oh my gosh, they're changing. They're getting better. Let me stay longer. What normally is happening is breadcrumbing. I'm giving you a tiny little bit of idea or thought, or maybe it's going back to distorting reality like we learned yesterday of like the idea of changing your past, changing your present, or changing your future. Gaslighting, love bombing, or future faking, doing anything to be able to distract from that moment. Sometimes that truth will come out at the very beginning of the relationship. Sometimes it'll come out at the beginning when you're dating, when you're first getting to know this person. I've talked to several different people that have mentioned in the beginning, first date, within the first month, the toxic person in the relationship actually said to them, you can you believe like my, my ex told me I was a narcissist. And then the new person automatically validated, oh, like, no, that's crazy. You're not. You're, you're a great listener. You're a kind person, you know, whatever it might be. And then they use that later to be able to justify behavior, be able to justify abuse. Sometimes they're doing it at the beginning and small little nuggets of truth prepping you for cheating, prepping you for abuse. Now, this could be all different types of levels. Maybe it's, you know, talking about in a certain way that's triangulating you about like another person. Maybe it's dropping hints about like a threesome and then blowing it off like I'm just joking or it's just a, it's just a joke, like you're taking it too seriously. And oftentimes, narcissists will bait and will test the waters out there to see what you're actually going to pick up on. Like, are you going to push back? Are you going to have a boundary there? Or can I continue just going the direction that I want to go? After you've been together for a period of time, you might see it in a couple different ways. Sometimes you'll see small nuggets of truth when they try to mirror the same things back to you. And the actual reflection that you're seeing is truth. Like they're mirroring what you're doing, but it's not them. Biggest way that you see this a lot of times is by projection. 
of putting their feelings and their emotions back on you. Maybe you come home and they're like, you know, why are you so pissed off today? Like, why are you so angry? Like, it definitely seems like you're angry. Like, I don't get why you're so angry. And you're like, I walked in the door and I wasn't angry at all. Like, there was no, like, negative emotions. I had a great day. And all of a sudden, you start to realize and you see, like, a pattern of behavior that that's how they're feeling. But instead of acknowledging it or owning that, they're shoving it on you. So there's an aspect that they start telling the truth about themselves when they start accusing you of something that you're not doing. A lot of times those accusations you'll see many times in the aspect of cheating or of lying. You're lying to me. Like, I can't believe you'd lie to me about where you went or what you did. Or you're probably cheating. Oh, like, who's your, who's your boyfriend? Who's your girlfriend? Who are you texting now? All those different things that start to imply and start to push on the other person of like, wait a second, you're the one that's doing something wrong. Oftentimes is not because you know, hey, I'm not doing something wrong. A lot of times it's a mission of guilt on the other aspect of the narcissist. What it does in the moment is it distracts you and confuses you from actually dealing with the subject at hand or working through whatever argument is going on. You see, for a narcissist, a lot of times they develop two realities. Now, I'm not talking about schizophrenia. I'm not talking about, you know, splitting or anything like that. What I'm talking about is just like the thought process of out of sight, out of mind. So I have this aspect that I'm in a committed and a faithful relationship, abusive, but I'm in a committed and a faithful relationship. And then I have the one over here where I'm in an affair and I'm, I'm you know, in love and like I love this person so much, but I'm also still cheating on that person. When they develop both different realities, you've got your fiction, your fantasy, but you've got two separate realities. The thing about the narcissist believing their lies and believing the things that are in between is not, is not hard for them in the moment to believe those things. What's hard is just the jump, the switch. And the more and more they perfect that, the more and more they try, the more and more they start to realize, wait a second, when I step out of the door, I can switch my mind and call the other person and it's okay because I'm in this reality. I'm thinking this direction, everything else out of sight, out of mind. That object constancy isn't there. So as a result, I just move on to the next thing. That doesn't exist. Now I'm here. That doesn't exist. A lot of times you'll see truth start to slip through when those realities start to coincide or get really close. And sometimes you'll see truth slip through when they say something and you're like, you didn't tell me that. And they're like, yeah, I did. And then all of a sudden they realize that what they told was they told the other person. Or they told the other the affair or, you know, whatever it might be. Those lies sometimes get in the way. If you're with somebody and you're kind of like, why are they always like accusing me of stuff that, that I'm not doing? You know, why are they always, you know, putting, you know, feelings and emotions on me that I'm not experiencing? Like, why are they like telling me stuff that doesn't seem to match up with everything else? Like, it might not just be lies. It might be the narcissist actually giving a slight admission of what they're doing. Slight admission of guilt. Because narcissists, the more you listen, the more you pay attention, the more you kind of watch and observe, narcissists start to tell on themselves. And they do it time and time and time again because they think they're not going to get caught. Sometimes they think, hey, I'll do it this way to be able to convince them. Or, hey, I'll do it this way. Or sometimes it's the high of I'm going to say that I'm a narcissist. Or I'm going to say that I'm going to do this because I want to see a reaction. If you don't get a reaction, I get a high. I get an excitement off of that because I just did something like against your boundaries or against your will or against your thought process or ideals or whatever it might be. Narcissists, a lot of times are really good at lying. A lot of times, if you pay close attention, they're also telling themselves. 